Hey, it's Monique. I hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for tuning into the Brown Vegan Podcast, where I like to give you inspiring conversations with other vegans and also strategies on how to embrace a vegan lifestyle in a way that is simple, delicious, and long-term. So of course, I'm back with another conversation for you. I have a really good one for you today. But before I jump into the conversation, I wanted to let you know that I have a free call coming up next week. And in this call, I'm gonna give you some strategies on how to get ready for a vegan journey in the new year. So you don't wanna miss this. This is a great time of year to get ready, um, to start reflecting on your life and start uh, making improvements as far as how you eat. And in this call, I wanna give you all the strategies to get started for your health, for the animals and for the planet. So for more information, make sure that you visit brownvegan.com. You can register there. It's free, absolutely free reserve your spot so today on the show I have Nicole from berryvegan.com and she's going to talk about how after the loss of her father and her grandparents due to health related diseases she decided to embrace a vegan lifestyle and she watched this documentary called earthlings and if you haven't seen earthlings like she talks about in this interview you definitely want to check it out it is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen but it gives you a very good glimpse of how the animal industry is run and how animals are exploited and why this lifestyle is so important. We're gonna talk about how she was able to transition her family by veganizing a lot of their favorite foods and why it's so important to start there. We're also gonna talk a little bit about some vegan junk food and how we love that too. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the conversation with Nicole. Thank you so much, Nicole, for being on the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well, how are you doing? I'm good. So, of course, I always want to hear the story of how you got started. So, can you tell me, why did you start a vegan journey? So, I started, I want to say about 2012. It was September 2012. My church actually went on a Daniel fast. And this fast was, I've done Daniel fast before with, you know, the church, but this one was kind of different. I really, really had a spiritual connection and was realizing how the food that I was putting in my body, how it was affecting me. And also the connection of, you know, my father passing back in 2007. He passed away from colon cancer and he wasn't given much time. He was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer in August 2007 and passed away in October. Wow. And with things that were going on with my family, um, his parents, my grandparents, they passed away in 2011 from stroke, also Alzheimer's. And so I started watching food documentaries and just having a connection with food and, again, realizing, hey, I'm not supposed to be putting a strap in my body. Let's switch it up. And so that's when I started vegetarianism. I watched more food documentaries. I watched Earthlings, and that's, that was it. That's the vegan maker. Earthlings, the movie, y'all go watch it. But that's the oh, vegan yeah. maker. And I was like, I'm vegan. <laughs> I'm vegan, that's I it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I was done. I was, that's it. And so it, it was just that simple for me, just realizing, you know, my health history. Um, I have to now get a colonoscopy every, you know, few years now, mm. and I'm only 36, so I'm like, why? <laughs> but my mm. health history, so I'm like, you know what, I don't want to die like that. I don't want to die of cancer. I don't want to get dementia, Alzheimer's. I don't want to have a stroke. I don't want to. I would like to die a happy old age. The way that I see it, veganism, you know, well, a plant-based diet would be the answer. Yeah. And also, you know, watching earthlings and watching those poor animals suffer, you know, I no longer want to 
wear that stuff either. I don't want to wear leather. I don't want, I gave my Ugg boots away to the animal shelter and they cut them up and they use them as, you know, nice little beds for the animals that, you know, can, so they can stay nice and warm. You know, I used to collect, you know, Louis Vuitton, Gucci and uh, Balenciaga lambskin purses and things like that. Just give them all away. I gave some to my aunt, gave her a few of my coach purses and stuff. I don't, I don't want to wear that stuff anymore. I don't feel comfortable toting around a dead animal on my body. Yeah. So that's, that's it. You just didn't want to contribute to the torture? No, not at all. It's, it's, no, it's pointless. Why would an animal have to die for me wearing it? It's, to me, it was like a switch that went to from, oh, that's cute, to, oh, that's gross. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so can you go back to how you felt and how, what you did as soon as that was over? Like, do you remember, did you immediately clear out your whole kitchen of all of the animal products, animal byproducts? Like, how was it overwhelming for you? How did that look when you first decided that you wanted to be a vegan? After her earthlings, of course. Because <laughs> earthlings yes, after earthlings. anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no, this is wrong. <laughs> For me, it wasn't an overnight thing. You know, I did what I did. First thing what I did was I said, hey, boo, you got to come look at this. So I made mm-hmm. my husband watch it. <laughs> and then also, my son watched it, too. He's At the time, he was 14. So I felt oh. it was okay for him to watch. My daughter, I would not let her watch that. You know, I easily, you know, at that time, I explained to her so she so she can understand, you know, why I'm vegan, what it is, and why we're eating plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. And she completely understood. But my husband, he still, he understands it, but he feels, hey, animals were put on this planet for us to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to eat them. But he's open-minded and he understands you know nicole's going to have a plant-based diet she's going to fix us some great food and he does see the health benefit to eating a plant-based diet but when they're when my kids are out when my husband's out they eat whatever they want to eat of course with their own money because that's another rule i have i'm not going to uh, spend my money on animal products back when we made the change i didn't throw everything out you know my kids still consumed what was left and from then on that point I started okay well let me see what I have to do hey I have to have a meal plan let's do that what looks interesting you know so I went on the internet looked around typed in vegan recipes and went to PETA PETA was a good site that I use has tens of thousands of recipes and I just dibbled that you know dibble dabbled into that and then also one thing that I found was easy was veganizing the foods that we already ate like tacos mm-hmm. We're a big taco family. I mean, we can have Mexican food every night. You know, my daughter's a quesadilla. I'm a burrito. My son is an enchilada, and my husband would turn into a fajita. We're <laughs> a taco family. And so, you know, I veganized that. They love, typically love everything I fix. But guess what? I don't like cooking. So yes, that's, that's the hardest part. that. <laughs> I relate to this. I don't like it's it. Not, it's not that I don't like cooking. Okay, here it is. Before I was a vegan, I didn't really cook because you you know how you think you're cooking, and then when you become a vegan, you realize that you weren't cooking anything. You were throwing stuff in no, the oven. No, no, the chauffeur's <laughs> dinner. Right? You thought you were doing something, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That was me. I thought I was doing something. I would get some Gordon's fish, those fish fillets, yeah. and I would put them in exactly. the oven, and I would steam some broccoli. And you're <laughs> I, 
was really, and then I would get some, what is it, the uh, box macaroni, and, not box macaroni and cheese, that too, but um, that box potatoes. What is that? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yes. And I really I thought, thought I was doing uh, something. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that was the same way for me. I was like, you know what? I was like, this is, I'm really doing something. And then I became a vegan with my family because I'm like you. I took the family along with me. And I was just like, uh, I don't like cookies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like cookies. And I, but you got to do what to eat. You got to eat, you right? Have to. So I guess, yeah. You got to cook. <laughs> But you know what's funny, though, Nicole, because actually, I actually like it now more so than I did when I first started because now it's just a part of my routine, but before. So I can relate. I try and make it more simple. Like, we like simple food. We like simple, mm-hmm. you know, comforting, filling food. And was like, Sorry. you know, when, when I'm going vegan, I hope we're not going to be eating, you know, twigs and lettuce <laughs> and grass. And I'm like, no, boo, no, no. <laughs> So how did that go for you guys? Okay, because I know, because your husband, which is, this is, I think, the best approach for how your husband is. It's not that he doesn't, I like how he doesn't feel like he has to change unless he wants to, but he's open-minded. See, that's all I ask for my husband. It's like, just be open-minded. Exactly. It's okay that you don't want to do it. And I think that that's the best way to look at this. Like, are you or big on replacements? For instance, if someone wants ice cream, will you buy a replacement ice cream or you make ice cream for them? How do you handle that? My husband, he is real big on ice cream. He's six feet, 280 pounds, and he loves ice cream more than anything in this world. <laughs> Maybe not more than me. Better not be more than me. But, <laughs> but he loves ice That's his favorite food. I give, I substitute. Hey, we have a Whole Foods right down the street, and we also have a Trader Joe's. And actually, we have like three Trader Joe's in our area. We'll go like to Whole Foods and... They have a huge alternative ice cream section, yeah. and his, his favorite is the salted caramel. So I will go, when I go to Whole Foods, I don't go often, but when I go, I always pick him up, you know, some salted caramel ice cream because I know he enjoys that. Also with, like, meat substitutes, I try not to do it so often. I may do a meat substitute maybe, like, once a week in my meals. Like, if I'm doing spaghetti and meatballs, I'll do, like, a spaghetti, quinoa spaghetti and a... Gardein meatballs. Those are really awesome. Pasta sauce and some, you know, mushrooms and bell pepper and onions and garlic. Lots of garlic. I love garlic. And then we also, we still do fast food Fridays. I live in SoCal. There's tons of vegan fast food places out here. How bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even our Whole Foods has like a, a prepared food section. So mm-hmm. they have vegan Chinese food. They have vegan pizza. They got, you know, the vegan sushi. They have so much stuff and then there's a veggie grill there's a few veggie grills out here there's native food there's uh thai places there's chinese vegan chinese food places i mean there's vegan pizza places out here so we have so much so we have so, so much many yeah so it sounds like you have the, the same type of approach that we do it's kind of like make this lifestyle work for you and not feel like you're being worked by it you know i think especially with a family i think it's important to you know look at it in a way that make some compromises of whatever works for your specific family you don't feel like you have to do everything because i'm sure that you guys are eating way better than you did when you first started like you're probably eating better than you did in 2010 so yeah for sure um, for looking sure. at the progression you say you don't really do a whole lot of shopping at Whole Foods. So do you shop at just a regular grocery store for most of your needs? Yeah. Very expensive. I only go there when it's like something I know I can't get from somewhere else and I really want it. Other exactly. than that, I don't. 
like I just ran into the, the sour cream and onion chip, the vegan and the, and the cheddar cheese. Try not to live in junk vegan junk food land, but it's hard. <laughs> it's like a place where, you know, I'm so familiar with junk food. Like, man, you can have pizza, you can have a uh, diet. They make their own frozen pizzas now. Uh, my daughter's uh-huh. really digging that. Also, yeah, the, of course, the, the dreams, the almond dream, the, uh, they even got, was what is it, um, So Delicious brand. They have a, a wonderful line of ice cream. And, of mm-hmm. course, I'm getting all of this at Whole Foods. Uh, Earth Balance has the popcorn and the chips and the cheddar squares and now the mac and cheese that everyone's raving about on Facebook. Have you had the mac and cheese yet? I can't find it, but I think someone took a picture I want to say it's either the cheddar squares or the mac and cheese, and they found it at the 99 cent store. I don't know what, what? that's about, but I got to find. <laughs> that's random. <laughs> they they taste exactly alike the sour cream and onion. I mean, but they even have a better crunch to it, and I love some crunchy chips, girl. Okay, I gotta look for that. <laughs> we know you're not in Whole Foods for everything, and I think Whole Foods should be treated no. like that, or any grocery store that you think is out of your budget. I don't want anybody to ever feel like going vegan is expensive. So mm-hmm. you do most of your shopping at? Um, I do most of my shopping at the farmer's market. I go nice. to the farmer's market probably once or twice a week. And then after I get like all of my basics, because I really try and kind of make up for my junk food. So I buy organic. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, you know. Move things I love out. it. <laughs> <laughs> so my oldest son is 13, and he's getting into the age now. He's where he wants me. Like, for instance, I tried to make them a stir for our last week, and he wanted I, – I tried to do it with, like, mushrooms and broccoli and all those things, and he didn't want to eat it because he wanted me to put some vegan sausage or something else in there. So he's getting – even though we've been doing this for four years, he's at that age now where he kind of just wants to eat meat and things like that. So I've been buying more meat alternatives. How is your 16-year-old now um, as far as the food because you know how the teenage years can be pretty much both of them are pretty much easygoing they never really were like hey mom this is nasty don't fix this again (laughs) they really they really you know eat what I fix them my son he's not really a big fan of faux meat to be honest with Mm. you I don't know why I thought you know that's what you know him and my husband would really like but no, he doesn't really care for faux meat. He likes the, the quinoa, uh, the chickpeas and the beans. And he does like the guardian meatballs. He also likes the, I do the burgers as well, the guardian burgers. And he likes that too. But the Trader Joe's chickenless chicken strips, he doesn't care for that. Kids do seem really easy going with that. That's awesome because uh, I, I, know, I heard some stories. Right? Look, I've had my own experiences. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that that's really, know, really it's, good. it's a blessing. It's definitely a blessing because I was like, man. You know, one day my kids will like something. I'm like, yes, I got it. This is going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And then the next week I try to do it, and they're like, um, I never told you I like this. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Not only did you tell me you liked it, but you ate it all last time I made it. So I yeah, have that. that, I think that that's probably any family. Recently. That happened to me recently, too. I couldn't believe it. I made some... Um, called a, a dilla. It's just a whole wheat tortilla with some uh, hummus and some spinach and tomato and onion and uh, some cilantro. And it just made it like for a, a snack or something, you know, after school snack, you know, for when the kids come home. And they ate it. They ate it. And of course, my son inhaled it. And, you know, my daughter, she liked <laughs> it. But then 
few weeks later, I make it again. They're like, my daughter's like, no, mom, Mm-mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard. But you know what? I think that's common. For Even if the kids weren't vegan, it would be like that. You know, I can't. Yeah. Was, yeah. Is that how you handle your, your situation, too, when, you know, people change their mind about things? Yeah, when they change their mind about it, then I just stop making it so much. You know, I do keep a, a food journal, personal, private, little cookbook, you know, of recipes that I've tried and and see how my family reacts to it. If they didn't like it, then I'll never make that again. <laughs> if they do like <laughs> it, then okay, I'll note it and I'll probably make it again, in, you know, in a few weeks. But I've been doing that for the past two years. And, you know, I'll bring back an old recipe. Like uh, earlier this week, we had a chicken panay, and I used a mm-hmm. Beyond Meat uh, chicken strips. You know, that's one of my daughter's favorite dish. Of course, my husband is like, uh, where's the garlic bread? <laughs> I'm like, we don't need garlic bread right now. I'm trying to stay away from, you know, additional breads. Like, uh, I wouldn't say carbs, but bread, because I've just found out recently of uh, more ingredients that they're putting into our breads that really aren't necessary. Like, um, you know, it's just not really the animal products we have to watch. We do have to watch, you know, some of the regular stuff that we buy on a daily basis. Do you think living in Southern California makes it a little easier for you and your family because you have so many options nearby? A whole lot more easier. Access to the farmer's markets. You have access to all of these vegan, like, I can't go get a vegan donut. Like, where am I going to get that from, you know? And I'm pretty Girl, close to these anything, things. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could wait like a few a few days. Maybe you could order one online. <laughs> That's true. So I want to know, like, what um, Earthlings definitely helped you get started, which is amazing because most people can't even get through Earthlings. Like, you know how he said not to turn exactly. away. I turned away like 80 times. I couldn't even watch it straight through. What other resources really helps you move forward. It could be like other documentaries, books, whatever. Yeah, it was definitely, of course, Forks Over Knives. Mm-hmm. That was the second one that also helped me understand of more of the how bad food is, the food that we're getting, how bad it is for you, and understanding GMOs and the uh, importance of buying at least certain vegetables and fruits organic. The China Study, the book, other books that helped was... Um, Annette Larkin, she has a book. I really enjoy this woman. She's based out of Florida. She's 70 years old. Actually, she's probably like 74 now. And she looks like she's 50. And <laughs> she also would help me was Veducated and Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. And I think that, oh, also Bernardo Lapola. He is, he's a brother. He's from Brazil, but he moved to New York uh, when he was a child with his father, with his parents. And right now he is probably 118 years old. And is Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's around there. And he takes care of himself. He's in his right mind, and he walks a mile every day. Wow. And he has a book. It's called uh, Age Less, Live More. And he just eats pretty much a plant-based diet does eat lamb once a year and fish once a month, but everything else is pretty much uh, plant-based. Just his story was like, you know, an inspiration to me. So, yeah, those yeah. those things definitely helped me get started on my vegan journey. Of course, I, I added more books to my collection and, you know, watched more movies. I just recently watched Fed Up. That's another documentary. What tips do you have for new families that are getting started? My tips would be start with 
food that you already enjoy. Like the example I gave, we love Mexican food here. So that's one thing that I started veganizing was the Mexican food that we ate. I think that would be the best way to go. Also, stick with simple, easy stuff. My kids enjoy oatmeal. Okay, great. That's already vegan. <laughs> There's nothing to switch. One thing I did, though, was I added um, uh, some flaxseed in their oatmeal so they can get their omega-3s and 6s and whatever that people typically get from eating fish. And, yeah, just start with food that, you know, your family already enjoys and, and work with that. And that's, that's how I, I expanded uh, my family eating, you know, plant-based. Great advice. I think that's perfect. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Just start where you are. And grow from there because, mm-hmm. I mean, we're both, living, we're both living that life now with our own family. So it is definitely something that you can do. And we're just regular moms making this happen for our family. So I know that this is going to really help somebody else see that for themselves as well. So thank you so, so much, Nicole, for being on. This has been a lot of fun. I really, really appreciate you taking the time. Fun. Yes, it's been great. Thank you. Can you tell us where we can reach you on social media? Instagram at BarryVegan. And also, I just started my blog, BarryVegan.com. Today. BarryVegan.com. <laughs> I got to check you out, girl. I got to check you out. Thank you so much again for being on. I'll make sure that I put all of Nicole's information at BrownVegan.com so that you can check her out, follow her, follow her journey. And I will talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Get all of the show notes and resources that we mentioned at BrownVegan.com. And I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one.